Hello, sweetie fam. Welcome to the Fit Well Teal podcast, where we talk about fitness and wellness and everything in between. Let's get into this episode. So today, I've been thought about the topic, and I haven't really shared any fun stories of my fitness wellness journey. So I thought that maybe it's good to share some of the best experiences that I've had. And also the horror stories, like the worst experience that I've had at the gym or studios、um, during my fitness wellness journey. So today it's a story time. So whenever I come across very caring and courteous instructors or the gym owners or studio owners, I feel very touched, and that makes me feel and that makes me think that I want to come back to that gym and studio again, right? So those memories, when I look back, even though because of the distance, I haven't really visited that studio or gym for a while. That's their brand, personal brand. That that's their individual brand that they have left that great memories to me. One of the studios that I visited, I when I look back, so she's studio owner. Yeah, her service and her interaction with all of the members, including myself, it was really very. It was very genuine, authentic. Not fake style. It's not.、Oh, I have to do this to get this membership. No, it was based on her genuine heart and authentic heart and her mindset and everything. So I still have like great warm memories from her. So I think. The interaction that I had with her at that moment, before the class, or the after the class, yeah, that's still very warm memory, caring memory. I think, yeah, the interaction with people, how they interact with members, how they care, how they show their authentic personality, their heart. That I think that's really their strength, their success factor. So I think that's one of the best memories that I have. Even though I haven't really visited the studio for a while, yes, that's in my heart, and I know she's a very great. Genuine, authentic person. That one memory I wanted to share. At the end of the day, when you visit studios or gym, you're not visiting fitness wellness facilities to get to know people who are a great salesperson. No, it's all about connection. It's all about memories. It's all about the interactions. I mean, the positive interactions and positive energy and spirit. Horror story. On the flip side, on the other hand, apparently they have a title, but how they interact with members doesn't really reflect anything. <laughs> I've never heard that type of condescending attitude and tone of the voice in my entire life. Seriously, and I identify that attitude and the mindset and that type of vibes and energy as a rotten apple. You know, once it has the fungus that disease that will kill the whole team, whole environment. So, just out of curiosity, I googled why there are certain types of people who have that condescending attitude, the tone of the voice, or the word usage. According to my research, what causes a person to be condescending? So that is often rooted in feeling of being superior or arrogant. And can be caused by insecurity or a lack of confidence in oneself. So it's kind of like、um, camouflage. So arrogance is the camouflage of insecurity. And also, the minute you think you have the right to belittle others because you think that you are better than them, is the same minute that you've proven yourself your worst. Right. So, so that's the deep. Root cause because they have that insecurity and low self-esteem. It also can also arise from a sense of entitlement, as if that condescending person believes that they are deserving more respect than those around them. Come on, so. Whenever I show a smile or share kindness, and what I've received from them from that rotten apple group was their entitlement. Maturity matters. 
A need to feel powerful or important can lead to being that condescending person. So people who are insecure in their own abilities may attempt to make themselves feel better by belittling others. Yeah, so when you come across some people who are doing that and showing that attitude or that interaction with you or with people around you, then just have some pity toward them because they don't have that strong foundation. So keep reading this article that I found. Some people may be conditioned to be condescending by their upbringing or life experiences. For example, some people who has been put down frequently may come to believe that it is okay to talk down to others. So it's all about their matters deep down and they are hiding that by downplaying others, belittling others, or have that camouflage. I am very superior. I am very supreme, like that type of attitude and interaction. But deep down, they are very, don't have that strong foundation and security. So that's how they interact and show the world that type of attitude. So have that deeper understanding. And I feel so sorry for them. I found another articles from Bible tools.org. Oh, the other one, the article that I read was from bodylanguagematters.com. What the Bible says about pride and condescending attitude. So what is pride? The subtle yet powerful influence that most commentators believe is the father of all other sins. Hebrew, Greek, and English share the sense of the world's basic meaning to be lifted up, to have an undue sense of one's importance or superiority. Pride motives us to exaggerate the value of our thinkings and thoughts. It causes us to elevate our opinions and raises the importance of the fulfillment of what we perceive as our needs, even above God's and, of course, decidedly, higher than our fellow man's. To be even-handed, the Bible shows that there is also a narrow, positive application of the word and thus, depending on the context, it can be translated as dignity or glory. For instance, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 31 reads, The silver-haired head is a crown of glory if it is found in the way of righteousness. This verse provides us with the slander of silver of insight that there is a natural pride to which God gives his approval. However, he qualifies it with if it is found in the way of righteousness. Righteousness is the very thing pride sets itself to resist, making achieving a proper sense of pride more difficult. With God's own word describing man at his best state being altogether vanity, it certainly makes one wonder what we really have to be proud of. In the context of the relationship with God and man, the overcoming number of usages of the six Hebrew words and four Greek words translated as pride or its synonyms are negative and damning. These words are translated into such terms as arrogance, proud, proudly, overbearing, condescending, haughty, superior, scornful, boasting, and contemptuous. Not all of these synonyms are in the King's James or the new King James versions, but various modern translations use them depending on the context. Pride carries not only a lofty self-centeredness, but also a lively competitiveness against others that easily becomes a lustful, destroying enmity. It is highly critical, envious, and impatient, and it can be effortlessly stirred to anger, possessiveness, and suspicion of being taken advantage of. These characteristics are part of Satan's spirit. Each of them is destructive to loving family unity within the church. So back to the the insecurity part. Why the condescending people they have that attitude and the interaction with others is because of insecurity and according to a conscious rethink.com. 
In most cases, condescending people are deeply insecure. Often, this is due to an abusive upbringing in which they were mistreated and made to feel insignificant or not good enough. Uh, as a result, desperately, they try to feel valid and important by any means necessary. This may include putting others down whom they consider to be a potential threat. So I've actually come across one instructor. Whenever I take her class, she constantly really humiliating me in public with loud voice correcting my form when I see all the other students who couldn't really properly do the movements, poses. So, uh, oh, I felt so sorry for her because she has that insecurity and she sees me as a threat, right? So, and remember that those who are condescending toward you are usually terribly unhappy and insecure to the core. Yeah. So they are lashing out at others in a desperate attempt to stop feeling so awful inside. We mentioned that these people are often trying to belittle those whom they feel insecure around. And I know who they are. I'm not going to like name out the people because the purpose of sharing this is not to finger point at one person or attack other people, but just sharing my story. And I want you to know that if you come across any people in your life, then they are the person who need to fix themselves inside, not you. So I just want to share that. It's important to know here that they will only try to do so if they feel that the other person isn't an actual threat to them. And normally what I've come across, normally I feel and I see that their competency level is not that great. So if you are very competent, you don't have any threats. Like it's your journey and you build yourself up. You don't really harm other community by belittling or by having that condescending attitude or the tone of voice for using inappropriate words, right? So that all are the evidences that those people are who need to really build them up and they need to fix themselves and build their competence level or fitness level, whatever you call it, their inner world. So ultimately, when dealing with condescending people, see them as wounded children who feel so weak and powerless that they are using the only techniques they have available to them to make themselves feel less pathetic. They can't raise themselves up properly, so they try to cut others down. Mm-hmm. Once you've recognized why they behave the way they do, their actions will stop affecting you. I feel your pain. I feel deep down you have that low self-esteem, you have that insecurity, so that's the only way that you survive to earn money by cut others down. And it's so sad. In the same way, you won't be hurt or offended if a small child tells you that you're a stupid head. Condescending adults won't have any effect on you either. I'm still reading this article. So it's really important to, to understand deep down they have that problem. I mean, everyone has their own problem and battles, but what I've done to the several instructors that I've come across is that I really praise them. I really build them up so that they feel, oh, I have this strength. I told them, oh, you have this weapon. You have this challenge. You're very good at X, Y, Z. So that they feel secured about themselves. And if I'm the owner of the, the business, let's say studio or gym, whatever you call it. And if the, the person who has the title have that issue, you're out. How they can cultivate the culture that bring each other up, how they cultivate the culture to uplift each other and elevate each other. It's at the end of the day to be successful in the business, whether it's fitness and wellness industry or in any business. It's ultimately cooperation, collaboration, and win-win goes a long way and it's the key. If a team is run by a condescending person, how can there be the elevating culture? How can you welcome 
members and the community with respect and with love, with sincere heart. Um, I see X talents from you. I think that this is your strength, and I have this strength, and yes, and let's make it work. Let's make it happen with this variety of talents, with this variety of strengths. That's the right mindset and open and growth mindset, right? Because you cannot be excellent at everything. It's impossible. God didn't create us like that way. And you have a choice, right? Who you would like to be around. And the takeaway here is that when you come across those type of people in the gym or in the real professional world, just be aware that they have those inside problems and issues. And my choice was to, yeah, to let them know that they have this XYZ talent. One was that, and another one that who kept using inappropriate words was to send the message to the person. And yeah, let them know that that is really inappropriate. You don't want to create fearful environments. You're not going to the gym to hear neg- all the negative words. If you're not doing X, Y, Z, you're like fired. Your, your membership is rebuked. What? What? <laughs> I, I was just laughing because I know he's a good person, but it's really inappropriate. He should be aware because I'm pretty sure that the person is not aware of what type of word he's using. That's why, right? So I regarded it as pure heart, <laughs> unintentional. So. I let the instructor know that it is really inappropriate because positivity wins. The fearful effect, it's not going to go a long way. Maybe just for, for a certain period of time. If I didn't really care, then I wouldn't really share any feedback, right? When you care and when you share your feedback with relevant parties, none of the feedback has been reflected or none of the feedback has been heard, let's say. Then, um, well, you don't have big heart to listen to other people's opinions or reflect upon it. So, yeah, that's, I think, the unpleasant memory. But I respect your choice, too. You don't really have to listen to other people's feedback. Another great memory that I have is that I think it was on Valentine's Day and I took one yoga class on that day at night time. And the instructor actually prepared chocolate for us, like those little acts, like caring and really loving heart. I really appreciate it and yeah, that made my heart very full. The world, it's uh, full of people that has positive spirit, positive energy, positive vibes. And at the same time, there are people who doesn't have that factor, right? I think it's part of life. I'm embracing all different types of people, uh, but the choice is ours to to make who to be surrounded with. Um, we also have limited resource and time and energy, so I think it comes down to discernment and wisdom and spiritual sensitivity. Yeah, your heart and your mind will tell whether um, this is synergy, win-win relationships, or it's destructive. So normally if it's destructive that the other party has um, negative energy or unhealthy, hyper-competitive mind, or they have weak foundation inside and what they show to the world is the opposite. They pretend that they are so high or so strong and I feel so saddened. My choice was to highlight their strength because when I see their strength, they need to know. Even though deep down I feel that they have that wounded heart inside and the that insecurity. It's like x-ray. You see and you can feel and you can sense and it's x-ray. That's all I have today. 
I hope you have wonderful uh, April onward and we'll connect next Tuesday as usual. And thanks for listening to this podcast and this episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the FitWellTO podcast. Follow us on Instagram at FitWell.TO. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave us a rating and review. This really helps this podcast get more listeners and great guests on the show. We look forward to seeing you next week on the FitWellTO podcast. Thank you.